Okay, this is Brent Leary, and with me today is Avanish Sahai. He is the SVP and Chief Product Officer for DemandBase. Avanish, thank you for joining me. Brent, it's my pleasure. Good to talk to you again, and appreciate the time. Absolutely. And before we jump in and start talking about the B2B marketing cloud and all that kind of good stuff, maybe you can give us a little bit of your personal background. Absolutely. So, yeah, as you mentioned, I'm the Chief Product Officer at DemandBase. I joined the company about a year ago from uh, Salesforce.com, where I ran the global partner program called the App Exchange. And I've been in tech for over 20 years, have done multiple startups, have also been at established companies like Oracle, and uh, also been in the consulting world at a firm called McKinsey & Company. Tell us a little bit about DemandBase. So DemandBase is a, is a very unique offering for you know, a very specific part of the marketing area. And we focus on business-to-business -business marketing. So what we provide is what we call the B2B Marketing Cloud. And it's a set of solutions that are really designed to address the, the needs for business-to-business -business marketers and how they can leverage very unique elements of technology to address what we think is a, a huge opportunity in improving the interaction between business sellers and business buyers. So let's talk a little bit about and maybe get your ideas on the biggest differences between marketing the consumers and I mean everybody can think of great examples of that because we're all consumers. But what's the big differences between marketing to the individual consumer versus marketing to companies? Absolutely, yeah. I mean and that is I think where we're seeing some fundamental uh, changes and in innovation happening. So in the world of business to consumer B2C a, the, the notion of experience, someone shows up on a website, whether it's Amazon, whether it's eBay, whether it's any one of these, these sites, and they look at certain things, they're typically going to make a decision right then and there. If they don't, um, they may be followed around by a cookie that retargets them. But it's a very unique one-to-one -one experience. And that transaction either will happen or won't happen. Right? So that shopping cart will get filled and, and transaction completed or it may not. In the world of B2B, the process itself, most of the time, is very long. It takes months, right? So that's one big difference. It's you're not completing a transaction in one visit to a website. Two, the size of the purchase is obviously very different, right? You're talking about tens of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of dollars in a transaction. Three, there is not a single buyer. In the B2C world, you identify a particular individual, Brent. Brent has certain profiles, certain demographics, and he may or may not have the, the right profile to buy my products today. In B2B, it's a buying committee. You will have our data shows between 10 and 14 people on a buying committee. Right? So you're not selling to an individual. You're selling to that account, that organization. Those are some of the big differences between B2B and B2C. And therefore, they require different ways of addressing that and different technologies to, to meet, those, meet those requirements. So uh, you, thanks for laying that out. And the complexity and the, the amount of people involved on the B2B side, uh, that is, it's easy to see where it requires a different kind of approach um, to the B2C world. How does that set up internally? Uh, what are some of the things that... Uh, from a B2B standpoint, you know, the relationship between sales and marketing. How does something like what you're talking about, a B2B marketing cloud, help the marketing side and the sales side get aligned and be able to address 
uh, the, the, the needs of the business customer today? Yeah, that's, that's a great question, Brent. So let's just set some stage here. So typically, marketing and sales, there's a big gap in pretty much all organizations that we, we talk to. Um, the language is different to start with. B2B marketers talk about leads. They talk about personas. They focus on quantity, right? And they look for individuals. They're looking for that, you know, let me, what we call spray and pray. And uh, hopefully I can identify potential buyers for my product. The sales team, on the other hand, looks at, instead of talking about leads, talks about opportunities. They're looking at not an individual, but looking at what is that buying group? Who are those maybe 7, 10, 14 people that collectively are going to make that decision? And frankly, instead of quantity, they're really focused on quality. They want to, buy their, they want to find the right buyers, the right influencers. And ultimately, rather than individuals, we what marketing usually targets, the sales organization wants to talk about accounts, right? The account as a whole is a buyer. So that chasm, that gap is typically where you find in, in most B2B organizations. It doesn't matter the size, small, medium, large. We see that all the time. So how do you start helping to close that? First off, I would say that you need a bit of a common framework and a common language. And in order to do that, you need a, a way of bridging that, that gap, bridging that chasm. And one framework that we find more and more um, customers using is something called account-based marketing. And that uh, requires sales and marketing to sit together, define who they're going to sell to, right? And it's at a level of specific accounts, specific target companies, perhaps a few specific industries. And then really sitting together at a, a executive level and aligning on, yes, this is who we care about. And then using technologies like demand base to really create a targeting account and account plans that are aligned with that account-based focus. So the first, first order of business, uh, business is really creating a common framework and a common way to think, and frankly, from there, a common language, and that all, all, almost always is, is also missing. And in our world, what that common language really translates into is having a common set of data and a common set of dashboards and reports and so on that you're looking at things in the same way rather than what typically ends up happening in, in, in most companies we, we talk to is there's silos of data, and they don't, there's not a lot of uh, commonality between those, and you use, end up using spreadsheets and very uh, inappropriate tools to make the communication happen. So with all that uh, you know, taken into consideration, there's a lot of uh, alignment and, and collaboration that needs to take place that probably wasn't taking place in the past between the sales and marketing team. What is the the end effect of uh, of the right approach to using this kind of platform? What kind of uh, immediate impact can they have on the customer relationship? And I guess maybe one of the other things, and and I could break it up with another question, but it just came to me. What's the different approach from a B2B marketing standpoint in today's market between going after new customers and extending the life of the current relationships you have with current customers? 
Maybe yeah, that's I, a, that's actually a great. Like, you'll be able to focus just on that part because it just sort of popped up in my head. Yeah, yep. it's got to no, be it's a, a, a interesting differences and in, and in, in interesting challenges for both sides of that equation. It's a it's a huge point, and it's something that I think every B two B seller marketer company um, strives to to address, right? Which is the lifetime value of a customer and how to engage with an existing customer versus a new prospect. They're not the same, right? However, uh, you can use technology. So let me just give you an example of how something like DemandBase can help that. So what we do is we actually map the world of IP addresses to companies and about 40 different attributes about those companies. Among them is the fact that is a particular company a current customer of mine or are they a prospect of mine? If they're a customer, I want them to have an experience of an existing customer. I want to be able to address them as soon as they show up on my website in a very personalized way as a current customer. And how I present my content, how I present my, a chat box, for example, how I, how I engage with them should not be a generic, hey, you're just a potential customer off the street. You're an existing customer. I know what you have. I know what, you, what some of your um, prior engagements with us have been. Therefore, I'm going to present content to you that complements that, that potentially is trying to upsell you something, but taking into account what you already have with us. If you're a net new prospect, you want a different kind of engagement. And in the world of B2B, really, it's the notion of personalization. And that's what uh, a core part of our technology does, is personalize that experience at an account level. And the account, again, if it's a current customer, they want a certain kind of experience. If it's a net new prospect, you want a different kind of experience. And the ability to tailor that engagement, personalize that in real time by understanding who's showing up in your site, what, what do they have, what, what might they need, um, et cetera, that creates a very, very different set of value drivers. This is really some fascinating stuff. And, and what kind of uh, – you might have touched on this, but what kind of – Organizational changes need to be made, uh, you know, people, maybe process. But what does the organization really have to do to find the kind of success uh, with this kind of approach, using uh, this kind of a, you know, a platform to pull it all together? Because I'm assuming that it, the changing that is taking place on the consumer side from uh, from a perspective of what consumers are expecting that trickles into what business folks uh, are expecting by the way of their buying process and the participation that a, cust- a company has in it. Uh, so h- what kind of expectations for seeing tangible benefits would a company have if they are totally new to this kind of uh, B2B marketing approach? Yeah, that's a, that is a, an excellent point, Brent. And, and- Yes, let's first start with the customer expectation. The customer does expect to be treated in a very uh, personalized way, right? They they want to have that high quality, high fidelity, highly personalized experience that they have on a typical B2C site when they show up in any kind of B2B engagement, right? And whether it's on a website, whether it's on a mobile device, whether it's on advertising, they want to be treated as if they're special, right? So that's that's the expectation. In order for an organization to address that, first and foremost, right, in a typical 
business-to-business marketing organization, you will have all these different functions, right? You will have a digital advertising team. You will have a different um, website team. You will have a different demand generation team. You'll have a different um, sales development representative or SBR team. You'll have a different sales team, right? So how, how do you make sure that across all those different organizations, and they have different functions, they have different metrics, how do you make sure that they're looking at the customer in that unique way, in that you know, they're, they're an account, that we know how they're transitioning through that customer journey. At every touch point of their customer journey, how do they get the most information with the least amount of friction? So what really organization what needs to happen is companies need to think about adopting newer processes along with new technologies that work together, right? And that's, I think, one of the biggest elements of where the prior gaps have been. The organizations are siloed, and the technology they use to engage with the customers is siloed. So how do you kind of really uh, enable a much better, what we call, connective tissue across all these different silos, organizational and technology? That is part of the change management process. And what we find with our customers, and we have very large customers like Adobe, like Salesforce, as well as we have very high growth customers like Box and DocuSign. And in any of those cases, they are really structuring their marketing processes and sales processes to align around technologies like DemandBase to really bring that customer journey in a highly personalized way from the top of the funnel, as we call it, from advertising to the right target accounts to the personalization that they experience when they show up on your website to how someone in the sales organization handles them because they understand what their behavior has been throughout that journey. And that is a big part of the change that we're seeing uh, happen. We've had a great conversation with Avanish Sahai from DemandBase. Avanish, where can people learn more about the B2B marketing cloud and concepts that are really important to B2B marketers? So, Brent, thanks for, thanks for having us. The, the best place to find more information is www.demandbase.com. There are videos, there are white papers, and, of course, um, as soon as someone shows up, we'll be happy to also give them a call and talk to them live.